This is FM 100.5, 101.9, AM 1450, and WGNSRadio.com. Rutherford County's Place to Talk. We interrupt this program to bring you the following message. What if everything you've been told about money was a lie? It's time for the truth. Welcome to Financial Coaching Radio, where cookie-cutter financial advice just doesn't cut it. With your host, certified financial planner, Jason Qualls. He's giving it to you straight and pulling back the curtains on the financial advice industry. No hidden agenda and no one-size-fits-all baby steps. Only unbiased, objective help for your entire financial life. Tackling your money questions at 893-1450. And now, here's the host of Financial Coaching Radio. Commission-free, certified financial planner, Jason Qualls. What is up? We're going to one show giving you the truth about personal finance. This is Financial Coaching Radio, and I'm your host, Jason Qualls, certified financial planner, one of the only independent commission-free financial advisors in Rutherford County. For all about me, check out jasonqualscfp.com. If you want to jump in, be a part of the show, email address. Social media links can be found at financialcoachingradio.com. Get asked all the time. One of the biggest email questions I get is what do I think about a particular investment? And it's usually people government coming at their financial planning from a, the wrong perspective. The two typical people to ask an advisor's opinion about a specific investment, you know, a stock or a mutual fund, or an annuity product the typically the two types of people there are there are people who do it themselves or they're being that what they feel they're being sold or there's a sales pitch involved in a particular financial planning product so let's start with some questions you need to ask for your advisor the person recommending the investment and also questions to ask about the investment all right here it goes you know, liquidity is a main thing of a financial product. If someone is coming at you with a financial product rec- recommendation, a lot of people get involved in these illiquid real estate investment trusts. So one major question to ask, is it liquid? Are there any fees associated with accessing your money anytime that you want to? Let's contrast this to investing in an ETF or a mutual fund. If you put in $10,000 today in XYZ ETF or XYZ mutual fund, you want to sell out tomorrow and wait till that money settles and make a withdrawal, you can certainly do so. Now, there could be some market upside or market downside that you'll have to suffer through. But what you're looking for, is there any sales load to purchase or is there any penalty to sell out and take your money? Getting your money, the liquidity is key here. What about does the investment match your goals? This is huge. And it's hard to determine this because I mentioned earlier two types of people who ask these questions about financial products. One is a do-it-yourself or one is someone who's coming at it from a risk-averse standpoint. They're very scared and skittish of the market. They'll say things like this. They'll say, well, I put my money or want to put my money in something that's not going to go down in value. I want safety. And, and they're also wanting growth, but their really focus is on safety. 
when a financial salesperson hears those types of things. So, well, they want some growth. They don't want any downside risk. They start salivating because they know there's an annuity product they could potentially get you to place your money into and receive a commission. So think about why you're doing what you're doing. There, the main thing to remember in any investment product is the old adage. There is no having your cake and eating it too. There is no risk. Or there is no reward without taking some risk. There's always a downside. Every financial product on the planet has pros and cons. You got to figure out what are the pros to this product and how do they help me better achieve my financial goals? What are the cons or downsides to this financial product and how are they going to hinder me from reaching my goals? You need to understand and be aware of all of them. Certain financial products, in my view, have way more negatives than positives. You have to ask that question. What are they? What's this product going to do for you? How does this investment make money? Is it going to get dividends, interest? Is it going to get some capital gains? Those are all things to know. What about fees? This is the biggest part to the success of any financial product. I love the story, the, the study that Morningstar does. They look at investment cost. And what they have determined in their studies, and they've done this for several years, is that the high that the funds or investments that do worse, the worst, or actually lag behind what they should be doing, are the most expensive. In other words, cheaper funds do better than more expensive funds, according to that research. So you got to understand what the total fees to purchase it, commissions, sales charges. Also, what are the total fees to own the investment? Every cent that is not getting invested into your account, it's money that could be there for, for potential future growth that is taking away from whatever you're investing for. If it's for retirement, you paid a 5% sales load, 1% each year to own the fund. That's a huge problem in the future. Cheaper is typically better. And I wonder if, you know, when we look at everything, look at cars, look at houses, almost anything in the world, you know, that, that saying that you get what you pay for. Well, in the investment world, it's almost quite opposite. The cheaper, low-cost index funds typically are the way to go and do better than their actively managed, uh, more expensive counterparts. So it's almost the opposite. Cheaper is not always better. Cheaper is, I mean, cheaper is usually better. I misspoke there. Cheaper is usually better when it comes to your investments. What about the investment management team? What is a reasonable return to expect for this investment? And this one's going to get you in huge trouble because what's reasonable to you may not be truly reasonable. I'll say that again. You may fall in love with this financial product that says you can never go backwards, but you're probably going to average about 5 to 6%. And if that were told to you, you'd be like, man, that's awesome. Sign me up. Is that reasonable? Man, it may be reasonable to believe that there is such a thing, but it's not likely that there's such a thing out there. If you're not taking any downside risk, it's highly unlikely you're ever going to get a return higher than two three or four percent that's just the way the investing world works what about performance of the long run if you're a long-term investor you're going to want to know 
What is the reward for hanging on and tolerating any risk that are associated with owning this particular financial investment? What are the risks to this investment? That is a huge one. This ties into what I said earlier. Not every financial product has quote unquote risk as the way we think of it in terms of the stock market. But there are negatives to owning every financial product and in my view that is also risk. That is also risk. So those are some of the top questions you need to be asking about an investment before you put your money where your mouth is. What about questions to ask the advisor? What credentials do you have? How do you get paid? Do you get paid more if you buy this investment or that investment? How often are we going to meet to discuss my investments? What is your investment philosophy? All ties back into what I tell you each and every day on Financial Coaching Radio. Make sure you're only working with independent, fee-only certified financial planners. And I'll recap that once again for all the new listeners of the show. Independent. What type of advisor is independent? They don't work for a bank. They don't work for an insurance company. They don't work for an investment firm. They are in business. They've created their own firm. They're in private practice. They're there to do what's right for their clients as they see fit. That is independent. What about fee only? Well, it's an industry term, but it essentially means that the advisor is not supposed to take any other compensation than the fee you agree to pay them. Pay them $10, pay them $10,000, pay them a percentage, whatever the fee is that's in your financial planning or investment agreement, the recommendations by that advisor for how you should invest your money or take action on your financial life should not change the fee because it's fee only. Should not change the compensation, I should say. What about the credential? Talked about this and the questions you should be asking. You need to make sure your advisor has the top credential in the business. If you're looking for a financial planner, make sure they're work, you're working with a certified financial planner. For more, go to JasonQualsCFP.com. JasonQualsCFP.com. We're going to take our first break. Be back right after this. If you've got a question, hit us up. Click email the show at FinancialCoachingRadio.com. This is the one show giving you the truth about personal finance. Put on your high heel sneakers. Slap that wig right on your head. Buying a house is stressful, and so is shopping for a mortgage. Take my advice and get a second opinion on the mortgage for your new home or your refinance. Not all banks and mortgage companies are created equal. Trust me on this. Call my friend Marshall Sparkman with Franklin Synergy Bank at 615-439-0885. Great team. Great process and the best rates. Marshall Sparkman with Franklin Synergy Bank at 615-439-0885. A recent undercover study found that over 89% of paid tax preparers made mistakes. You heard me right. Over 89%. Is your tax person making mistakes? Tax mistakes cost you money and may even lead to an IRS audit. I recommend you get a second opinion on your tax return today by calling Tothero Helen Welch CPAs at 848-1072. Tothero Helen Welch has been providing tax services to individuals and businesses for over 50 years. So call them today at 848-1072 or go to thwcpa.com. 
We have many great insurance agents in Rutherford County. The trouble is, most of them really don't work for you and me. That's why I only recommend the independent agents of Middle Tennessee Insurance Group. They've helped many of my clients get the home and auto insurance coverages they need while also saving them hundreds, if not thousands of dollars. See if you're wasting money on home and auto insurance today by calling Middle Tennessee Insurance Group at 898-0053. That's 898-0053. As always, you got a comment, you got a question, you got a disagreement, hit me up. Email the show at financialcoachingradio.com. This is an interesting read because you feel like we'd already been here. Um, low mortgage rates will push home lending to a 12-year high. Well, we've been on this this crazy run, really this this awesome lending market for mortgages. Mortgages for 30-year, right around 4% since... Who can remember when the mortgages really got above 5%? It's been quite some time. You know, 16, 17 years ago, a great mortgage rate was 6, 6.5%, and then it got well under 4%, and that's really about where they've stayed, assuming your credit is good and all the, you meet all the other qualifications. But according to this article, low mortgage rates will push home lending this year to a 12-year high at two over $2 trillion. This is called, coming from the Mortgage Bankers Association. The volume for mortgages to purchase homes probably will total $1.27 trillion, the highest since the peak of the housing bubble in 2006. Is that Twilight Zone? <laughs> do, 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 do. Probably not, but who knows, you know. So let's go back in history. In 2006, the mortgage, the volume for mortgages was at the highest point, except for what we're about to reach this year. This is from a November forecast. So does that mean we're going to see uh, the Great Recession 2.0? Highly doubt it. Refinancing will probably reach 7.9, or not 7.796 billion, 796 billion, the most since 2016. Mortgage rates unexpectedly dropped for the first nine months of 2019 as a slowing economy sent investors fleeing to bonds. The monthly average rate for a 30 year fixed mortgage dropped to 3.6% in September before rising just a little bit in the last few months. Even at 3.7%, that is a mortgage rate for the average 30-year, according to the Mortgage Bankers Association. That's more than a percentage point lower than a year earlier. So a year ago, according to this, the average rate was near, you know, four and three-quarter percent. It's dropped a full point since then. And I guess if you were in the mortgage market, and that's probably, that well, not probably, that is what's driving the refinance market, Yeah. Is that people a year ago, a year and a half ago, got these mortgages, or maybe people weren't as a in great as a financial position as they are now. They got a four four point seven five percent mortgage. They got a five percent mortgage, and now the average rate is three point seven five or three point seven. Do a little refi, save some money. Sales of existing homes probably, according to them, will total five point three six million in two thousand nineteen. That's up from last year. The average U.S. rate for a thirty six more U.S. Excuse me. The average U.S. rate for a 30-year fixed mortgage will likely remain at 3.7 next year. 
That's more than a percentage point lower than it was last year. Home prices will gain 4.3% in 2009 from a year earlier. That's pretty good real estate growth. But that's a slower pace than the 6% annual last year. So rates are down, which will in turn create more uh, demand, which may drive up prices nicely next year. But the growth, the, the return of their growth, the percentage change from last year or this year is only up about 4%. The Mortgage Bankers Association bases, bases its home price forecast on the FH or Federal Housing Finance, Finance Agency's index that measures sales of single family homes with mortgages backed by Fannie and Freddie. The home building industry this year will have the highest output in more than a decade. Builders probably will break ground on 878,000 new single-family homes, up from 873,000 last year. So more building going on. Is that going to cause anything? I, I think someone asked me a, not a strange question, but it's, it's kind of the sign of the times. Real estate investing certainly has has changed over the last ten or fifteen years, and I I don't know if it wouldn't change for me if I was going to go buy an investment property. I know exactly how I would do it, just given the mistakes that I and others had made in the past. But I think people today have a little bit of that mentality that they had years ago, is that prices in real estate are going to continue to rise, and we don't know that. So when you're investing in rental property not flips and you know, rehabs, that kind of thing, but keepers. You're going to buy this property, rent it out, and keep it. I don't think you, you make your money on the, the price that you pay. You make your money when you buy. But I don't think you need to account into your formula the annual appreciation. You need to account in your formula of whether it's a good or bad deal in most cases of what you're going to make as far as an annual return on your net income on your rent after paying all of your expenses. That's how I see it anyway. Uh, let's continue talking real estate. If you got a money question, hit me up online. Go to jasonqualscfp.com, jasonqualscfp.com. And since we just talked about low mortgage rates and how they've really driven real estate in 2019, what their, the impact has been, let's talk about this home mortgage disaster and will it punish the housing market? Most people have long, for, except for real estate people, builders, mortgage people, realtors, finance people, they were the ones hardest hit by the meltdown uh, 10, 11 years ago. But most everyday folks, people working nine to five, you know, they remember their hit, they took in their investment accounts, their 401k, but they've kind of forgotten lessons from the past. Let's talk about a lesson that could come back, or not a lesson, but a new lesson we could learn. Cash out refinance. The cash out refinance mortgage, the borrower pulls out some of the equity in the house by taking out a new mortgage larger than the previous one. The homeowner pockets the difference and can use the money in any manner they want. In a recent column in MarketWatch.com, there is a serious threat that cash out refinances pose for U.S. major U.S. housing markets, eight months later, the problem continues. So that is telling us that more and more people are tapping their home equity as a piggy bank. During 2004 to 2007, homeowners in major metro areas used their growing home equity as a piggy bank, according to Freddie Mac. 
Borrowers pulled out just under $1 trillion from their homes during that time period. This total includes only prime first lien mortgages. It excludes subprime and non-prime and second mortgages. So people actually pulled out way more than a $1 trillion of their equity during that period of time. All that pulling out really caused the housing crash. No, it made it a lot worse. Because remember, people were getting mortgages that never should have gotten mortgages. Uh, investment firms were actually insuring and creating investment securities based on these mortgages. Then when all things came tumbling down, it hurt everyone. The th trouble with a cash-out refinance is not that, one, you're borrowing from Paul to pay Peter. You're basically going in more debt to go buy stuff. Now, sometimes people are borrowing or borrowing from their mortgage to pay off debt and that could be a good financial move but if you're taking out your equity to go buy a big screen or buy a boat or whatever buy a car i don't know if that's a good use of the funds but is this going to cause detriment to our economy only if the housing market prices come down because if people are getting close to borrowing a, a you know close to a hundred percent of what their home's value is and then there's a slight pullback in housing prices you're now upside down that doesn't necessarily cause our any major hiccups in our economy because if you still pay your mortgage whether you owe more than it's worth or less than it's worth you're still paying your mortgage and all is happy but i think it's just a sign of the times is what people has has people concerned people are kind of using this information of cash out refinance refinances in the mortgage market making a comeback as a sign that this is a repeat of 2007 2008 i do not think this is going to be the problem i don't think we have the serious delinquency problem that we had back then but it's stuff to be aware of you got to use all the data that you have at your disposal if you're looking at where real estate is headed mortgage rates refis new home uh, builders and what they're doing and their prices you also got to look at cash out refinances the amount of subprime or non-conforming loans that are out there so if you're in the real estate investment market you're looking to forecast where things are going use the correct data while we're talking about it on financial coaching radio i'm your host jason qual certified financial planner taking another break back with you back with you right after this keep it locked in right here on wgn do you have a financial plan i'm not talking about a worthless binder full of pretty charts and graphs are you certain you're on track to reach all your financial goals a comprehensive financial plan is about so much more than just your ira and mutual funds it involves risk management, tax planning, professional investment management, retirement and estate planning. Make sure your entire financial life is in order by calling me, Jason Qualls, a commission-free certified financial planner at 878-2134 or go to my website, jasonquallscfp.com. You have worked your entire life for what you have and you deserve to determine how your assets are passed on to your loved ones. Make sure your estate plan is in order by calling John Baker, estate planning attorney today at 896-5621. Estate planning is not about you, but those you leave behind. For more, go to bakercouncil.com or call 896-5621. Hi, this is Gabriel Fancher with Reliant Realty. Are you thinking about selling your home? Do you know what your home is worth? 
Call me at Reliant Realty to find out. 615-445-5073. That's 615-445-5073. Or go online right now and find out at www.homevalue615.com. Again, that's www.homevalue615.com. Call me at Reliant Realty. 615-445-5073. Truth about financial this is Financial Coaching Radio. No books to sell. So am I peddling any live event tickets or seminar products or financial products for that matter? I'll leave that to the other shows. I'm your host, Jason Qualls, Certified Financial Planner. For all about me, go to jasonqualscfp.com. Since we're talking mortgages or we're talking mortgages, let's keep that up. And let's talk about investing in your 401k or overpaying your mortgage, which is the better way to go. And I think it really depends on your financial situation. The reason it depends on your financial situation is because the lower your income, and I don't mean you have low income, but just the lower your income is, typically your mortgage is a larger percentage of your income. The higher your income goes, your mortgage is, your mortgage is a lower percentage of your total. So let's talk about a married couple. They're both 30 years old. They're making $50,000 each. That would be $100,000 together. They have a $600,000 house with a $480,000 mortgage. I guess they don't have any other expenses. But anyway, they have a mortgage payment of $2,182 per month. Should they stop contributing $1,500 per year to their 401k plans and instead use these funds to pay down their mortgage this couple in their 30s is smart. They know their 401k comes with a lifetime of tax breaks. They also know that they're paying 3.6% on their current 30-year mortgage. And that's about what we talked about in the last segment of where 30-year mortgages are. So would they be better off to pay off their mortgage? Prepaying of the mortgage beats making 401k contributions in terms of lifetime discretionary spending. That's where I was giving you the tip earlier. It's because them, this is an extreme case because they're only making $100,000. And I don't, we don't really talk about taxes and other things. But their mortgage payment is over $25,000 per year. Their mortgage payment is 25% of probably their gross pay. You could easily see someone making 500000 or 300000 a year living in a $600,000 house. So percentage-wise of the total of their mortgage payment of their expenses is different, even though the houses are the same. So when someone says it's always better to invest than to overpay your mortgage, or always try to get your mortgage taken care of as quickly as you possibly can, and we're talking about strictly from a math standpoint, it really depends. Why am I pointing this out? Because we've talked about it several times on Financial Coaching Radio in a more in-depth, complex term. So I want you to think about it in this way. Is it be careful when someone says, everyone needs to do this with their personal finances. Everyone needs to avoid that with their personal finances. Financial planning is a lot like legal and medical advice. There's a lot of different ways to give legal advice. Well, the legal advice that may work for your situation 
may be different for my situation. If I have a health condition and we have the same health condition, but we have other aspects of our life that's different, the medical advice you receive may be different than what I receive. And I don't just talk about receiving what's best for you may not be what's best for me. Financial planning is no different. But the reason that it has came to be this way in a lot of different scenarios is that everyone wants this cookie cutter, easy peasy, make it simple for me so I'll take action. And there's some truth to that. There's some validity to why that needs to be because some people get deer in the headlights and they never do anything with their personal finances. They just don't take any action at all because they feel overwhelmed. So there is a way to, I think, articulate some of these things, but stop going down the road that everyone needs to do the exact same plan because it's not true. You're trying to maximize your wealth. You're trying to do as best job as you can. You work hard for your money. You work hard to save your money. You work hard to stay out of debt. You need the fastest path to accomplishing financial goals, and that doesn't mean you follow the herd. Don't be a sheep. Financial planning is not about being a sheep. Yes, it's about taking action. You need to take action, but taking action on the best things that are appropriate for your situation. That is why an independent fee-only certified financial planner can create a ton of value. You may not think it's that valuable, but it reminds me of that study. Is that how much more money do the folks have that work with advisors compared to those who do not work with advisors it's astounding and you can make sure you're on the right path no one size fits all planning no cookie cutter steps on financial coaching radio you can listen to the show anytime anywhere at financialcoachingradio.com all you gotta do is click email they're not archives at financialcoachingradio.com archives you get a long list of all the past shows i'm jason qual certified financial planner taking another break back with you just a little bit Would you like your business to be more efficient? Well-organized financial records are the foundation of any successful business. Taking advantage of your competition today by calling Tothero Helen Welch CPAs at 848-1072. They can provide you with expert bookkeeping, payroll services, tax planning, and much, much more. Go to thwcpa.com or call them at 848-1072 today. How much are your investments costing you each year? Most people don't have a clue. Why is this extremely important? Because overpaying by just 1% a year in fees and expenses can reduce your account balance at retirement by 28%. You heard me right. 28% less at retirement. I'm commission-free, certified financial planner, Jason Qualls. I don't sell financial products. I don't accept commissions or kickbacks from investment companies. Give me a call today for a free unbiased investment review at 878-2134 or visit my website, jasonquallscfp.com. Donegal offers car and homeowner's insurance at rates that are very competitive. So competitive that Donegal's car insurance rates are among the lowest in the state. And if you insure your car and home with Donegal, Donegal will take up to an additional 10% off their already low rates. Donegal, a better value. 
Let us quote your auto and home and maximize your discounts. Call Middle Tennessee Insurance Group at 615-898-0053. I was just thinking, you know, what, what is the big takeaway that uh, most people are shocked with uh, when they learn about the financial planning industry? And I think it's this, is that financial planning and investing is not complicated. You know, it's not a one-size-fits-all, but it's not complicated. You know, there are simple things that most people need to be doing in their investment strategy. The issue is that most people aren't doing those things because financial salespeople encourage against those things because those things that are simple are usually less expensive and in your best interest and a salesperson wants to separate you from your money so they can get some big fat commission I don't believe it I see it each and every week certainly each and every month if you're looking to find out more about what I do my unique financial planning practice go to jasonqualscfp.com I am one of the only independent commission free financial advisors in Rutherford County. If you're looking to listen to the show anytime, anywhere, I don't know if I've reminded you enough today. No, you can't catch the show every day at four. Who, unless you're just in the car, you have the same schedule every day. Uh, but you just can't catch it most days. So we can catch it anytime, anytime, anywhere online. Financialcoachingradio.com. Click archives. Get a long list of all the past shows, and you can hear the truth about personal finance anytime. I'm out of here. Appreciate you listening today. Stay tuned right here on WGNS. There is more local talk.